Yama. I'm your host, Nari Pakai, and welcome back to NITV Radio for this Friday, 15th December. Coming up on today's show, NITV Radio chats with Mandanara Bales, Managing Director and Co-Founder of Cultural Capability Training Organisation, Black Card, the founder of Black Cast, Australia's first podcasting network, owned and led by First Nations people, and host of her very own podcast, Black Magic Woman, who joins NITV Radio to chat about the recent launch of Blackcast and shares her knowledge and insights into everything business and podcasting. And we share a story from NITV news team from the Summer Yarn series. All these stories and more coming to you after the weekly news wrap-up on NITV Radio. Australia Day 1972 saw the first Aboriginal embassy directed outside Parliament. The native title legislation must be amended. And they've walked this land so many times before anybody came. I am sorry. The High Court has begun hearing a final appeal from Indigenous land custodians in Northern Territory who want to prosecute the federal government. The case could set an important precedent. The long-running legal battle centres on the damage caused during the construction of a walkway to the top of the pools of the iconic Gunlam Falls in Kakadu National Park. The walkway, built by Parks Australia, was built too close to a men's sacred site. Parks Australia successfully argued in the Northern Territory Supreme Court that, as a Commonwealth body, it was not bound by the Territory's sacred site laws. The Indigenous land custodians are appealing that. Valerie Martin is the Deputy Chair of the Aboriginal Areas Protection Authority, says the Commonwealth is trying to avoid cannibality. Sacred sites are important for Aboriginal people. And for all Australians, Commonwealth are saying they are above the law, but we say we must be cannibal at all costs. Andrea Kelly has been appointed as Australia's first interim First Nations Aged Care Commissioner, following the recommendations made by the Royal Commission into Aged Care Quality and Safety. The Royal Commission recommended a statutory First Nations Aged Care Commissioner to be appointed to ensure culturally safe, tailored and flexible aged care services for First Nations people. Ms Kelly is expected to commence the, the interim role in 2024, with the First Nations Aged Care Commissioner expected to be appointed in 2025. The missing fourth bark petition has now returned to Yakala, the place of its creation 60 years ago. The petitions were the first to be written in both Australian First Nations language and English and called for the consultation with Yongil clans over mining in the Gove Peninsula. The petitions were signed by nine men and three women Professor Claire Wright from La Trobe University told SBS News that the story of the Bark petitions are the story of Indigenous Australians attempting to protect their lands. 
So it's really a story about having a voice. Yongle weren't opposed to mining per se. What they were opposed to was the fact that their land could be encroached upon, that their laws were broken, that their parliament themselves here was disregarded. The final bark petition was finally tracked down in Derby in Western Australia's far north. Firefighters have rescued 18 people from a town in far north Queensland after Cyclone Jasper made landfall late Wednesday night. Tens of thousands of homes and businesses were left without power in heavy rain and damaging winds. Despite the cyclone weakening overnight, authorities are warning the incident isn't over yet. The season's first cyclone hit the coast near Wadjil Wadjil, near north of Cairns, with damaging winds of up to 115 kilometres per hour and as much as half a metre of water, leaving more than 43,000 houses and businesses without power. Assistant Commissioner of the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services, Brad Commons, says there were only minor incidences reported, but warned people to not get complacent. Overnight, the cyclone did cross the coast. That does not mean that this incident is over. We are going to have considerable amount of rain. Um, There will be considerable um, high-intensity rain, possibly high winds for some time to come. We've currently got um, our damage assessment teams out in the field, and since 6 o'clock this morning, we've conducted 236 damage assessments. Of that, the good news is that only 10 of those were minor and 8 were moderate, so not a great deal of damage. Activists have defaced an exhibit in on the Treaty of Waitangi, a New Zealand's national museum, to Papa. In the latest display of tension around the place of Māori after the election of a right-wing government, police arrested a number of people following a coordinated protest at Wellington Waterfront Museum on Monday. The target was museum's displays explain, explaining the Treaty of Waitangi, New Zealand's foundational document. One man at abseiled inside the building using an angle grinder and spray paint to damage the display. Others held signs saying, tell the truth, in both English and Te Reo, the Māori language, and while another used a megaphone to critique the display. Millions of Australians are cutting back expenses and many will go without entirely as Christmas places pressures on already stretched household budgets. More than 5.3 million people will not be able to afford a Christmas meal this year, and 30% of parents are worried their children would go without presents. Research by the Salvation Army has found. The survey of more than 2,000 people found that almost 60% felt more stressed this holiday season compared to 31.6% the same time last year. Almost in one in seven parents worried their children would go without a traditional Christmas Day meal. And more than 70% of people surveyed are more mindful about how they are spending. Brendan Noddle is the commanding officer at the Salvation Army. He says many people will rely on charitable support to get by this Christmas for the first time.
Savage Nami conducted research recently and found that 62% of people this Christmas are saying they're really feeling financially stressed. And more than that, we're actually seeing that 48% of people that visited Salvation Army service this year have done so for the very first time. And that is NITV Radio's News Wrap of the Week.